Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Greetings and salutations, and welcome to the third and final hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning for this Wednesday, October 19th, 2022. Jason Matheson along with Alexis Thompson and Don McLean. Before we get to the second Am I the Ass Hat, we're going to turn on our AOL. You've got mail. Uh, because uh, a couple of you are sounding off on the Twitter. If you can't call, you can always Twitter. Um, we're talking about a, a friend who is chronically late. Ask a dude for a, a, her friend for a ride. He obliged a lot, but finally he put some boundaries. He goes, you can't. I need you to be ready at exactly 8 a.m. Yeah. She wasn't ready, so he drove off. And he was uh, going to take her to a seminar, which would have uh, was important for her PhD. Um, so there's the gist. If you just tuned in, um, Salat writes, "Not the asshat for the guy." Chronic lateness tells the other person that their time is more important than yours. So no fear, dumpster. Uh, get, <laughs> I love her name always. <laughs> I know. Get your s together. If the seminar is crucial, you should have really been prepared. Stop uh, blaming other people for your behavior. Uh, Kay Marie, I have a growing appreciation for the struggles folks have when core issues like ADD affect time management ability and how it's truly not based on being egocentric. That said, communication is key. And in this case, the late friend is the asshat. Yeah, I mean, I guess. uh, Yes, I mean, I have adult undiagnosed adult ADHD, but. I still manage to be able to appreciate somebody else's time, especially when that person is doing a favor for me. Um, Yeah, it's about self-discipline. Yes. I don't know how often, and I'm not, I don't know how often you can go to that well, Mm -mm. Um, but I get it. It's a perspective that I didn't think of, but. But still, if you know you're like that and it's such an important day, then you need to put 18 alarms in your phone like Mm. I do. And each one says, Get your makeup on. Now it's time to make your tea. Now yeah. it's, you better get, I mean, my, mine are mean. The message comes up and says, you need to be out the door right now or else. Oh, yeah. Wow. I just, you know, I need to, every yeah. day, it's like I can get lost in starting to organize my makeup drawer. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I got to tell myself. Stop. It's a struggle. Not right now. Yeah, right yeah. Now. Move on. Yeah. Put down the hooking needles. Don't put, put on down the hooking needles. Oh, man. That's so hard when you're on a creative wave. Yeah. And you just can't stop. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I had to tell myself to stop editing audio last night. Exactly. You're just mm-hmm. engrossed. Yep. Okay, here's part two. New scenario. Am I the asshat for lying about a food allergy? I'm a vegan. I've been one for over five years. I'm lucky to live in a major city with a plethora of uh, vegan stuff. But when I visit my family in rural Pennsylvania, my options become non-existent. Attitudes toward veganism here range from ignorance to outright hostility. I try to avoid eating out with my family at all costs, but sometimes it's just not avoidable. You can't even avoidable. 
For example, my sister's wedding rehearsal dinner. My sister had her dinner at the foremost fine dining establishment in our town. It's a big old tavern that bills itself as a French-influenced steakhouse. The menu is everything uh, imaginable. Every cut of steak drowned in butter with some chicken, fish drowned in butter, plus sides of veggies and mashed potatoes that are, yes, smothered in butter. The one or two vegetarian dishes are buttered and drowned in a creamy sauce. Given that my little brother used to wait tables here, I know that they frown upon substitutions and don't use much veggie oil for the sake of quality. I've had two negative experiences here, too, as well. I tried to explain my vegan diet my first time here in depth, yet my sad little plate of steamed broccoli was drizzled with butter, and my iceberg lettuce salad came with ranch. Mm. Second time, a chef came out personally and promised me that his tomato pasta dish was vegan, only for me to find out they swirled Parmesan cheese into the red sauce to disguise it, that they'd accidentally sprinkled it on top. That incident broke my trust completely with this place. Mm -hmm. So for my sister's dinner, I called ahead and told the chef that I have life-threatening food allergies to meat, proteins, dairy, including butter and egg. Finally, they took me seriously. I was served a dish of plain pasta with salt and pepper with fruit, which sucked, but I appreciated the consideration. For those allergies, though, they had they had to scrub down the entire kitchen, clean the fryers, check the ingredients list for their products, etc. That prep apparently cost them an extra two hours, and I didn't realize this at the time. They charged my parents, who were paying for the rehearsal dinner, an extra several several hundred dollars oh, for that time. So my nice. sister and parents are livid. I already sent my mom the hundred the the money needed to cover the extra cost, but they're upset at me for lying and humiliating the chef and restaurant, mm-hmm. whom they have close ties to. My sister's uh, wedding is this weekend, and something tells me it's going to be tense. Personally, I think that if this restaurant is going to continue with their ignorance and inconsideration, they get what they deserve. Am I the asshat for ensuring my needs are met? 651-641-1071. Alexis Kububowicz Thompson. Yeah, not the asshat. And it, it actually makes me a little upset that the family isn't like doesn't have her back and said, hey, look, we're having all of these other people here. You can accommodate. They accommodate things all the time. Um, and that should just be have been one of the things that uh, it was important to the couple. Um, so, no, I, I don't think that uh, she's the asset for doing that. And um, even though she got a crappy meal, you know, my husband has to deal with this all the time. His thing um, is that he just brings his own meal now, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, which, you know, at hopefully at your wedding, you would want all of the people who are close to you, especially when it's a sibling. So when you love um, is getting food. Um, so, no, not the asshat. Dawn? Not the asshat. Get up at the Times restaurant or caterer. There are life-threatening things out there like celiac disease. And that is what my boyfriend's sons have. And if they have gluten, they will get very sick. And over time, you can pass away. And thank God they caught it at an age where it was uh, did not ruin their, you know, their intestines or, you know, this is a serious, serious thing. Uh, They have to do this at like when they go to Chipotle, you know, my boyfriend says, and they're very good about it. Like I have to you know, kids that have to be gluten-free, you know, and they go, great. And they put on different, they wipe down the counter. They have to clean everything separately. They have to use different gloves. They have to, and they do it. And the people behind us get mad, but I'm sorry. (laughs) Chipotle knows they're good about this. And and any restaurant needs to know 
that they need to have separate separate areas for this if they don't want to. I mean, two hundred dollars. Like, what's the two hundred dollars? That's not true. And they actually have allergies. Do you think she's being the asshat for saying she does, but actually doesn't? No. Yeah, that's really the. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot of people on Twitter right now. They're responding to that particular part of the scenario, especially if she knows the restaurant and knows that they're not going to accommodate. I just think the onus is on the restaurant. Then they need to be taught a lesson. I hate to say that. Or they just, <laughs> they you know what? I know. got now. How do I say this? Uh, I do not think she's at. Let me say this first. I do not think she's the asshat. Um, because in what would tip the scales to me is she's tried at this place several times yeah. and they've lied and they've lied to her. Yeah. yeah so that's the situation. Yes. So that that is what tipped the scale to me. Yeah. Now, having owning a bake uh, a, a place that sells baked goods and, and being associated with a restaurant. If you cannot accommodate that. You just tell the person because the reality of it is smaller kitchens, especially with smaller staffs, Chipotle is different, but yeah. smaller kitchens cannot always accommodate every single situation. Right. They can't stop down to clean everything to accommodate. But what you need to do then is politely let them know, set those, set that boundary and be honest just yeah. say, I, I, we can't do this. Uh, we, you, you, we just can't. And I apologize, but we just, you know, if there's two people in the behind the kitchen and it's dinner time and there's 400 guests, it's, it's, it's not possible mm-hmm. always to do that. Now, I will say, I think it's a little excessive for this restaurant. The woman didn't really have... Um, uh, the first time when she asked for vegan food... And, you know, they, they stirred in the, the Parmesan cheese. It's not that. Now, that is where I'm not with the restaurant. She's she's vegan. All you have to do, it's not like kosher or allergies. You just create a nice veggie platter or hummus or what. You know what I mean? Yeah, you don't have to cheese. wipe crap down. Yeah, just save your cheese. Yeah. The, the, the vegan customer isn't asking you to Windex everything. So I uh, that's where I'm not on the side of the restaurant. And to pass it on to the customer, yes. it's a punishment. Yes, And that is. is gross because that means you are unprepared. Yeah. You just need to say, we can't do it. Would you like us to order out for you? We'll have something delivered here. That's an even better option, right? It is interesting. You've got mail. We are getting on Twitter, um, Thesis, Megan Lane, two other people are 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 not liking are not liking the part of her lying about allergies, especially for people who actually have allergies. Mm-hmm. We're getting I, a lot yeah. of that. I yeah. think this is circumstantial only because she has experience with them yeah. not yes. listening. And that it, it's unfortunate that she was even in the position to have to. Um, but that was the only way she'd maybe get food without butter on it. Yeah. Because I, I rem- you guys heard me. I danced around it a little bit. But I'll never forget, you know, we tried to do gluten-free biscuits and oh, it's just and work. it just wasn't possible. <laughs> yeah. And and you know what I mean? It's like yeah. we're a biscuit place and the the whole secret the, the 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 pen of our biscuits is a certain type of flour. Yeah, it doesn't that's, hold I mean together. literally. No, yeah. it, there is gluten-free flour, but that's not our biscuits. My point is we tried it 
but we just couldn't do it well. We just couldn't um, to our quality standards. But so we were honest with people. We just said we can't do it. And we can't guarantee that flour isn't flying around. You know what I mean? We, yeah. we can't say with 100%. So it's just safer to say we can't do it at all. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yes. So, yes. And that's a reasonable thing yes. to say. A biscuit yes. place, like you can't expect. No, I mean, if you want a real biscuit. <laughs> yeah. There yeah. are really good, but it just we we couldn't do it. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so there we go. Thanks, everybody. Thanks on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks uh, to, for the phone calls. Even Jonathan. Have a good day, Jonathan. Hello to the... Sorry, we didn't get to you. You weren't the quick casino ladies. on the dial. Yeah, sorry about that. That's all right, though. Um, should we give away these movie passes, Dawn? You want to do it now or later? You yeah, let's me. do it. Let's, let's do, do it. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, we'll it's give... a pair. Go ahead. No, go ahead. You do pair of movie passes to see Freshwater. This is a documentary about Lake Superior at Twin Cities Film Fest, and it's screening this Saturday, only at this time. So if you could go this Saturday, October 22nd at 3.45 p.m. at the Showplace Icon Theaters in the West End, uh, please call 651-641-1071, caller 7. Plus, you're going to get VIP passes to this uh, Twin Cities Film Fest lounge. Lounge. But please, like Don said, if you can't go at that date, please don't call. Leave it for someone that can go. We mm-hmm. want someone to enjoy this. 651-641-1071. Call now. When we come back, the biggest stories of the day in the Dirt Alert. Next. Friends, it's Alexis and Don for the St. Paul Hotel, and it's a wonderful life. A live radio play playing in December, December 1st through the 23rd in the Promenade Ballroom. It's celebrating its 16th season at the St. Paul Hotel. Yes, and uh, you get a three-course dinner for evening performances and a three-course lunch luncheon. Uh, and that's just such an awesome thing. You get to eat while you see this uh, 1946 Frank Capra film come to life as a radio stage play. And you'll hear your favorite carols, delicious meal, and of course the story of George Bailey and It's a Wonderful Life, all done as an old-time radio show. But this show sells out. So sells out. Yes, book your t- seats now at com. And it is uh, partnered with... Uh, all these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Spare Key, it's a Minnesota nonprofit that has been helping families bounce, not break, with housing assistance since 1997. Hey, what's up? It's Steve for my... This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk World 7 1, everything entertainment, everything dolphins playing aggressively. I'm Jace with Lex and Dawn. It's time to get caught up with the big headlines of the day in the Dirt Alert. Hello, Dawn. Hello. Timothy Chalamet, he is 26 years old. Do you remember what you were doing at 26? Mm, Let's see here. Was it my talk? I know. Oh, yes, Alexis. Oh, yeah, you were, yeah. Yeah, I was uh, at uh, Channel 9. Yeah, I was at Channel 9 starting. Okay. I think I had like four other jobs at the time, too. 
Wow. Well, so you're not in the space that Timothy Chalamet is in. <laughs> not even okay, close. That's my question uh, that leads to this. <laughs> Timothy Chalamet, he's 26, and he's a massive movie star. Um, he just scooped up Kate Upton's Beverly Hills home. He paid $11 million for it. Um, her, Ooh. She's also married to Astros baseball star Justin Verlander or Ver. I say Verlander because I'm from the South and we put an emphasis on the front of words <laughs> like Taco Bell. Instead <laughs> of Verlander. Yeah, yeah, Verlander, maybe. Okay. So um, other <laughs> celebrities passed on, uh, up on this opportunity. Uh, they listed the place earlier for a little bit more. So he got it for a steal, I guess, for a million less. Um, the neighbors are, this is in the upper hills of Beverly Hills, and it's right next door to Vin Diesel and John Mayer, Cameron Diaz, and Eva Longoria. Okay. It's 1.5 acres. It has four bedrooms, five baths. There's a living room with a huge fireplace, um, a lounge, a walk-in climate-controlled wine storage room oh, a plunge oh, pool raised oh, spa brick oh. terrace and then a full-size tennis court the view that tmz has is pretty spectacular from above because you know they'll fly a drone up there alexis they'll, no, they yeah. want to get those shots oh scary call me by your name i'll live there yeah mm-hmm. yes, yes thank you <laughs> that's oh, right you just have to be you able can... to afford people to take care of all the things <laughs> you can actually and you got to furnish the damn thing oh yeah. my word oh my gosh you can call me anything you want actually <laughs> whatever uh-huh. whatever um okay on to a story about uh ye yay kanye <laughs> yeah. kanye west he has agreed to buy parlor and that is a social platform that is, um, it got yanked. I don't know why he wants to buy this, because it's a conservative platform similar to Twitter. But it's been pulled by app stores like Apple, Google, and Amazon. Where are you going to download this app? Yeah, I'd never heard of it before this. Yeah. So he wants to huh. give it a comeback. He's stepping in just to do that. And he says, in a world where conservative opinions are considered to be controversial, we have to make sure we have the right to freely express ourselves. You know, and that's that's great. Parler says um, it was a groundbreaking move for the free speech media space that we never have to fear being removed from social media again. And you can talk to each other. Oh. Yeah, and how, let me say this. I, I, and, far and, and, right. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna far right. Well, how much yeah, of, I thank you. How it's, much is a social media platform that's basically defunct and no one else will have it on there? Well, What's he paying for this? $56 million? Oh, that's what? The, that's what he's negotiating. He's oh, raised, wow. Yes, um, it's been reported that, um, I'm sorry, they have raised upwards of $56 million in funding to get the site back up. Oh, I don't okay. know what amount he has paid in that, but... Um, Wow. And to be accurate and fair, Parler, I do know about Parler because um, I'm a political nerd. A Parler wasn't pulled because of conservative views. I have relatives that are conservative. I have yeah, conservative too. views myself. Yes, I have conservative <laughs> yeah. views myself. Um, it was pulled because of hate speech and other situations. Yes, That's yes. where I'll leave it because we're not a political station. But um, it wasn't pol- it wasn't conservative views. It was the N-word, and et cetera, so similar to another social network, Gab, that 
if you want to see just awful racism and homophobic homophobia and Mm -hmm. so that's why just to be clear yes thank you for saying that uh but that's the way it was described you know in the article that i'm oh no no i'm just saying because i've read way too many articles about it oh yeah my mind just wish i didn't have that in my mind yeah Here's one really weird story that is, I I almost wish we had more time for it, but I'll just say it. Elon Musk (laughs) is convinced that Grimes, the baby mama, is a simulation he made up in his mind. No. He thinks that she is so perfect for him that he has created her in his mind. She goes along with this. They have two kids together. Yeah, what about those babies? Are they a simulation as well? Um, I don't know mm-hmm. how that works. I didn't do Are those a deep poopy dive diapers into that. Not real? Yeah, that's not real poop. It's a simulated poop. <laughs> he uh, so they have so much in common that he thinks that he created her. Which like small if, wonder. If you go into that deep dive wow. of the weirdness of that and you go along with it, she's like, It's fine. She uh but they're it not together that, right now, are they? No, uh, Grimes repeatedly said that Musk has this theory that she's not real. And it was created by his brain. It's a small wonder. It's a small Hi, Vicky. wonder. Vicky put <laughs> it back in reference. the cabinet. Yeah. That's right. Put, put Vicky back in the cabinet. <laughs> she might be in labor, but whatever. She's a simulation. <laughs> we'll be back. Feel like you don't need and now, a hilarious Halloween dad joke. By Alexis. What kind of music do mummies like to listen to at parties? Rap music! This has been a hilarious Halloween dad joke. <laughs> by Alexis. Oh, great. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Use yeah. that one at the wa- water cooler today. Oh, yeah. We'll make a people bunch still of friends. Go to the water cooler, sharing water, and yeah. asking people, anyway. Jason and then Alexis in the morning, right here on my talk. I'm not sharing the same cup. No, I'm not doing that. Yeah. Uh, coming up in just a little bit, uh, Alexis is going to tell you, uh, Kathy Lee responded to Kelly Lee's book about her time on Live with Regis Lee and Kelly Lee. And now Ripley has responded. I think I got all that right. Oh, so that's, yeah. coming, that's coming up in Done a little bit. Done did good there. Yep. Thank you. But before we continue, I mentioned it. Uh, I don't know if you heard me, Lex. Um, I think you stepped away to get another Coors Light or something, but I, uh, <laughs> I'm working I, on the podcast. I was, uh, I was hoping for some positive reinforcement from you oh, and, uh, shoot. and a gold star from t- for today because, oh, um, well, because I think you'd be very proud of me. I tried to craft my very first Instagram reel oh. using some effects and I tried to create it in Alexis Thompson esque yeah. uh, Instagram reel. Wonderful. And I did it for Red Rabbit last night. I we had saw a, it. I had a little date night with Colin. So cute. Thank you. Oh, we had I haven't a little, seen it yet. Yeah. So I was very happy. I, I, I worked the problem. I couldn't figure out. I'm like, okay, I want to tape something a little bit now. Tape, Jason, what is this? A camcorder? I wanted to record <laughs> a little bit. Uh, now and then I want it a little bit more later throughout the dinner and I'm like how do I do that Oh that's complicated It is so I know it's it, they don't that's make that level. easy She is so fast at it it's unbelievable and yeah. I 
I know your struggle because I just put one oh, video up with some text and that's all I can do. <laughs> I didn't know how to do it. So Colin had to Google it. We were like 70 years old. So I had to figure out how to save it as a draft and then come back to it later in the dinner to continue the damn thing. Yes. And then I accidentally recorded Colin. It looked like he was picking his butt. So I had to re- <laughs> then I had to figure out how to delete that. And it just it was just a mess. But. Bottom line, I did it. I did oh, my first yay. kind of produced up uh, reel. So there we go. My anyway, favorite part is when it. you go, and here's my date, and then it just flips to Colin, Colin smiling, yes. and he's like, hey. I had to figure out how to do that. I didn't even know how to you know, turn the camera. Oh, oh yeah. I don't even know. Yeah. Oh, so, I'm definitely going to watch that. Thank you. I appreciate that. So, um, okay. Kelly Lee, Kathy Lee, Ripa Lee. Egregiously. What's going on with this? Well, we know Kelly Ripa has a book out. Yeah. And, you know, selling a book is not easy Mm-mm. at all. Uh, so she's been making the rounds in media, just talking to basically everyone, TV and podcasts as well. She uh, was talking about, uh, in her book, of course, her time with Regis Philbin about joining an established show joining with someone who's of a different generation two kind of strangers just trying to make it work and that it wasn't always easy. So um, she was kind of talking about that. And um, Kathy Lee Gifford made a comment that she's not interested in reading her book at all. Mm. If there's anything disparaging about her beloved Regis. And Kelly, of course, heard this news and her response is so classy and so perfect. She just says, yeah, look, it's hard to sell a book, but uh, thank you for mentioning it because now everyone's talking about it. (laughs) And touche, because here we are talking about it. Right. Yeah. Um, So that's pretty that's a pretty genius answer. It's it's actually a graceful, gracious one just to say, yeah, okay, you're not going to read it. But but thank you for talking about it, because now. People who might not have known that I wrote a book know now. And they know that I said some things that you're not going to like. Ding, ding, ding. Well, that's genius. Yeah. And and so here's what my take on this, the newest development. And then when this story came out, because we just talked about her yesterday, Mm -hmm. the Kathy Lee Gifford comment originally came from an interview with Rosanna, uh, with uh, 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 Scotto. From uh, Fox 5, who we talked about, uh, Rosanna Scotto, who's helping Wendy Williams open a restaurant. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. That she talked to, right. Yeah, Kathy Lee talked to Rosanna Scotto about this. And so I'm going to play a little bit of that, and then I, I have a take on this. So take a listen. In their relationship. I was very sorry to see the headlines. You know, it's, we see headlines all the time, and, and I, you know, you never know what's true and what's not true. I just, the minute I was in Israel, and I saw that, and I went, oh, I hope this isn't true. I just hope it isn't, because what's the point? You know, I don't get it. I don't get it. I'm not going to read the book. I haven't read it. I don't even know if it's out yet. I just know. I know what Regis was to me, Rosanna. He was a 15 years the best partner a person could ever, ever have uh, professionally. Mm. But he was my friend. We were dear friends. And after I left the show for the, uh, the next 20 years, we became better friends. Dear. So. My thought is that uh, the bo- both of these things can exist at the same time. It's not an either-or situation, because I happen to like both of them. I, I really like Kathy Lee. Um, both of their experiences with Regis 
can coexist. Yes. Mm-hmm. And and neither, mm-hmm. and I don't think what Kathy Lee said was shady at all. I think Kathy Lee was uh, answering a question that was asked to her. Yeah, she's um, not interested. She's not interested, and she doesn't, uh, you can't blame her. Her recently departed, not recently, but rather recent departed friend, she's not interested in getting in the mud about them. And more importantly, her experience with Regis was different. And that's valid. They were more cont- they were more closer in age. Mm-hmm. Um, they Kathy Lee had Regis at a different point in his career and their career and a different point in the show's history, which is very important. You know, yes. Kelly, you know, Kelly came later. Kelly's experiences with Regis are valid and true mm-hmm. and different from Kathy's. And neither woman is in the wrong. They're just different. You know, yeah. I, I, it's, it's so of that was course, the, yeah. the minute I heard that I was like, okay, I would say, gosh, is being a good friend, not reading the book. And I, I, I'm, she has this really strong line, a line to that saying, I don't want to read it at all because I don't want to read anything disparaging about him, um, which I think that maybe that was also just a headline for her, Kelly Ripa, just sharing what it was like and sharing her story, like you're saying. But maybe if Kathy Lee read it, she might have a different take. And that's also Kelly does challenge her or anyone who has doubts about what she says about Regis to read it. And they could have a completely different idea afterward. Sure. Oh, absolutely. So, I don't, I, yeah, oof, I, I, I'd probably want to read the book. <laughs> I, I don't like the way Kathy Lee came across. It was a big, I don't know her. It's like, I don't even know if it came out. I hate the headline. I hope it's not true. Um, you know, you don't have to do this. It's just all like four statements in a row that were very defensive. And I think that if you had taken yeah. a breather, you could go, oh, you know, that's interesting. Um, I didn't have that experience, but, you know, everybody's experience with another person is different. Mm-hmm. And then it would have been less aggressive. It was aggressive. A little condescending. It was kind of condescending, like, I don't know her. Oh, interesting. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, it seemed very watching harsh. It, oh, see, watching it, because I pulled it from YouTube, maybe it's because I'm seeing the visual. I I, I didn't get that. Friend. Oh, she yeah. did a real like Tammy Faye type of like, I was in Israel. He was my friend. <laughs> like, how dare you? Yeah. I don't even know if it's come out. I hope it's not true. Oh, interesting. I didn't <sighs> read it like that at all. Well, that's Kathy Lee, though. I mean, that's, yeah, uh, that's, that's who she is. I mean, yeah. I guess that's why I'm just, dude. If you, yeah. That's I, true. Get on your that, sunset cruise. Is. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Kelly's book is about, but uh, Kelly's right. The the I read a, a, a chunk of the chapter about Reach, and she was way. And this is the thing they did this. They I don't want to say the media. Oh God, I hate that term. But this is what they did to Katie Couric. Yep. And I will say they. This is and they are doing it to Kelly unfairly. They are taking. Remember uh, in uh, Kath, er, Katie Couric's book. They took one line about Deborah Norville and said that that Katie was ripping Deborah Norville. And it's not true. I read the uh, damn book see. in its entirety. And and Katie was actually complimenting her all mm-hmm. around that one quote that was pulled. Yep. 
Um, and the same thing is happening with this quote or this story about Reej. Every other story was full of love, and she loved, loves, present tense, Kelly likes Regis. Yes. And had very nice things to say about him. So I don't like that. I think that's very unfair for Kelly, too. So, yeah. Yep. Uh, 8.43, uh, when we come back, oh, okay. Yeah, there's a couple um, of really great headlines. Alexis wins. Let sure. me see. Just... How does one tease this? Let me try. Let me try my broadcasting skills. <laughs> A self-pleasuring baboon. Yep. And an octogenarian sex club goer. Nice. When we return. <laughs> Nutrisource, a family like no other. Hi, everybody. It's Jason Live for Nutrisource, the official dog food of Dexter and Mr. Big. I'm really, 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 really uh, proud and happy to represent Nutrisource. Um, the boys have been a Nutrisource uh, dog since they were born, since they were puppies, and I love them. And I love the fact that Nutrisource has been with them since the beginning. Every stage of life, Nutrisource has been with them. And the same can be true for you. If you're looking for a switch, make the switch to Nutrisource. Minnesota-based, uh, right there, right here in Purim, employing Minnesotans. And I love that. I love knowing that we're keeping your money right here. You can see a full list of products at NutrisourcePetFoods.com. Whether you're looking for treats or food or whatever, food toppers, Nutrisource has it. Again, NutrisourcePetFoods.com. Make the switch today to Nutrisource. When you're in pain, you... And now on Jason and Alexis in the morning, a message from our sponsor from like the 70s or 80s. Wednesday on 8 is enough. Abby finally starts to teach. Wish me luck! But when she flunks out the basketball star, she fouls out with Tommy. Look, Tommy, it's my job. Go ahead, be a terrific substitute teacher, because I'll tell you one thing, you're not much of a substitute mother. This has been a Jason and Alexis classic commercial. We now return you to our regularly scheduled mediocre radio show. Wow, okay. (laughs) Wow, that was unexpected. Yeah. I was just uh, thinking about the word terrific and how we don't say that now. It's a definitely a 70s word. That's terrific. 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 That's terrific. Yeah. Jan used to say it. <laughs> coming, com, coming up tomorrow, uh, I, I didn't get time for today. I'll tell you how uh, Michael Rappaport, for the second time in one week, ended up on my show yesterday. Oh. Uh, and he gave the entire dish. He was smack dab in the middle of BravoCon. Um, what he told me and why I was laughing. We had to edit some stuff out because he was on a roll. So uh, I'll have that for you coming up uh, tomorrow, plus uh, some Ramona news from Alexis. But right now, um, a self-pleasuring baboon. Lex? Yes. Okay. Speaking of books, Tom Felton, of course, he played Malfoy in the Harry Potter series. And uh, he's out with a book called Beyond the Wand, The Magic and Mayhem of Growing Up a Wizard. He's 35 years old now. Which is weird to think about. And yeah, in 2002, they were, of course, filming Chamber of Secrets. And there's a scene where Professor McGonagall is teaching Transfiguration class. And all around the kid actors were animals. Snakes, toucans, monkeys, and a baboon. 
and a baboon who um, he says, quote, was unaware of the niceties of social interaction and set etiquette. And in particular, he was unaware of what behavior is appropriate to exhibit in front of a bunch of kids. Oh. Oh. He was very distracting because he was self-pleasuring during the filming of a scene. And in fact, it was so distracting that he was vigorously... Playing solitaire in the background, that they had to stop the scene multiple times because the children were looking up and going, "What's happening?" They didn't know. Look at that baboon. There you go. Imagine. He's just going. He's just going at it. Great to imagine. He's just. He's gosh. He's just going at it. The chaos that ensued every time the kids saw this out of the corner of their eye. So he writes about this in his book, Um, and I guess uh, well the director. Chris Columbus took great pains to make sure that it was fun for the kids. Um, and so anytime that, that happened, they were given a red card. And what that meant is that you put 10 pounds into a bag. And at the end of the shoot, all of the money was donated to charity. So every time, and this is if a, an adult oh, misbehaved or this baboon. It's like a nickel in a jar for swearing. Exactly. So oh, there's the my. masturbating baboon. So I bet those days, lots of money was donated to charity. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh! Just to th- I did. I thought. I mean, I don't remember the scene exactly, but oh, I, I don't assume either. that yeah. they were just um, CGI or they were just placed in in post. But they're Good really point. around them. Real animals were there. Real animals. Whoa. Oh gosh! So gosh! Wow! That's. And I'll never look at that scene the same way again. <laughs> no. I almost want to go back and watch it. I know, now I do, yes. It's like, where's that baboon? Put a blanket on him or something. Did he make Um, it at all? (laughs) Yeah. Um, Pour some cold water on him. And to make this uh, end segment even more uncomfortable, Angela Lansbury (laughs) at a sex club, club, Don? Okay, John Waters was good friends with Angela Lansbury, okay? And uh, this is, he, he wrote this in a book in 2019, so this isn't new news. But there was a sex club in New York City called Hellfire in the 80s. And um, she showed up one time and she just went around and, you know, checked out the scene. Um, It was a dungeon like sex club that catered to gay and straight perverts alike. (laughs) Um, He's a huge fan of hers. And he said that Angela was pure class even 40 years ago when these kind of clubs were all the rage. It may have been the only night she was even there, but just her presence made Hellfire a little more welcoming. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Bathhouse Betty. Yes. Yeah, just, you know, uh, just old plain voyeuring the yeah, happy sex to tourists. It, it, it makes that video, that sex video that she did uh, in six, in, in, uh, when oh, she was yes. 63, it puts that in a whole different light. Her, uh, she was in a bubble bath doing a workout video for older folks. Oh, yeah. That's right. I think femininity sure and sexuality go hand in hand. <laughs> it used to be thought that women lose interest in sex after menopause, but now we know that just isn't true. Obviously, both you and your partner are different than you were 30 years ago, 
But if you can accept the inevitable physical and other changes, you can keep romance in your life. At a bathhouse. Hot. Yeah. She yeah. was oh, all God. about it. Good I love her. her more. Yeah. I didn't know that was possible. Here it is. That's going to do it for us. <laughs> if you're listening and you're being bullied, you go out there and be yourself because nobody can tell you're doing it wrong. Right, Lex? That's right. You be you. Have a fantastic day, friends. We love you so much. Donna and Steve up next. And we'll see you tomorrow. Bye for now. To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the sleep number bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher. And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples, temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 Smart Bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Plus, special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.